0: Welcome to This Song Is Yours, we're a music podcast that chats to artists, musicians and creatives on their songwriting craft and upcoming projects. I'm your host Simon Fink and welcome to episode 277. Our guest today on the podcast is Elliot in support of her brilliant debut record, Just Calling To Tell You I'm Okay. The Melbourne-based songwriter's record comes out later this week and we were lucky enough to chat with her before one of her album launch rehearsals. Before we dive into our conversation with Elliot, please make sure you subscribe to this podcast on whatever app you find good podcasts on and ensure you're following us across all of our social media channels. Details for all can be found within the show notes of today's episode. Our guest today is Elliot. The Melbourne-based singer and songwriter is known for her beautifully written pop songs that share both introspective lyrics and absolutely soaring vocals from the 26-year-old. Having released music since 2017, Elliot has gone from strength to strength within the Australian music scene, having toured with the likes of Matt Corby and releasing acclaimed singles like Home during the pandemic. Later this week, she releases her incredible debut record, which is called Just Calling to Tell You I'm Okay. It's a gorgeous collection of songs that sees the vocalists collaborating with artists like Vancouver Sleep Clinic and Gab Strum, who some of you might know as Japanese Wallpaper. In today's episode, we talk about how Elliot managed to write a bulk of the album while overseas and not intentionally trying to kind of write music. We discuss our shared love of Gabstrom and the brilliant work that he does, and we also discuss the album launch shows which she has planned for this month and what the rest of the year holds for Elliot. Just Calling to Tell You I'm Okay is out this Friday and we've left links within the show notes so you can go ahead and purchase the record. We also want to say a massive thank you to Marie at Island Records Australia for her help with this episode. Here is our conversation with Elliot.
1: I need you for the
0: time, and it Please welcome to This Song Is Yours, Elliot. Hello. How are we?
1: I'm good. How are you going?
0: I'm doing very well. Uh, Thank you so much for asking. And thank you so much for your time today. I do appreciate it.
1: Of course, of course.
0: I know that it's an extremely busy time for you at the moment. I know that there's lots of rehearsals going on. There's lots of press being done because there is a debut record coming out from yourself just calling to tell you I'm okay, which is out this week. Congratulations.
1: Yes, thank you so much. It feels pretty crazy to finally have it coming out into the world so i'm just yeah i'm excited
0: of course and and as you should be this is a fantastic record um thank it's, you of course it's it is as you have mentioned the debut record how are you i'm sure that there's a there's a um what is the word there's a flurry of, of emotions kind of mm. going on at the moment is there yeah. i guess it, what, what is going through your head at this time because it is it's a it's a big deal Because this is a beautiful record that you're now putting out into the world.
1: Yeah. I mean, for me, it's always been, it's kind of this thing where I've, I I feel like I'm finally ready to let the person that wrote those songs go. Because I feel like I've evolved and I've grown so much since I wrote the record. Um, And I feel like I can, in some way, kind of part ways with that person in in a good way in a good way and I mean there's a lot of bits and pieces going on and I feel like it's a super stressful time but I'm I'm very relieved that I finally get to show the rest of the world what I've kind of put my whole heart into over the last couple of years
0: 100 this um record as I mentioned it is gorgeous There's a number of tracks to my understanding that I think might even date back to 2018 and then few that were written in 2020. So I imagine that it is maybe somewhat cathartic to be able to let these songs go.
1: Yeah, it's super cathartic. And even like with those songs, like there's a couple on there that, yeah, were written 2018, 2019, only a few. And uh, I've since rewritten some of the verses in those and I feel like I've been able to go back to them and um I guess touch on them with new perspective as well mm. which is kind of cool <laughs>
0: <laughs> I um I did read somewhere I think that an a chunk of the songs that were written in 2020 that you weren't kind of actively going to to go and songwrite that you actually just took some time away for yourself and that's when yeah. it actually turned out to be the best time for it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think it, it was that thing of, like, there was no pressure for me to create anything. There was no deadline, no one telling me really what to do. So I spent the, it was 2020, um, the first two months of 2020, I was over in Paris and, um, and I, I think for the, for the most part of it, I just felt super inspired again after a long time of not really loving music or loving writing or performing. Um, and then, yeah, I kind of had that big burst of energy, and then the world shut down. So that was kind of a <laughs> nice little reminder. <laughs>
0: I'd love to know, um, I guess, just in terms of maybe the surroundings um, of where mm. you were. We've spoken to a number of, of um, musicians and lyricists on this podcast about how that's affected them. Do you think that there's yeah. a certain Parisian lilt to any of the songs that have kind of come from those sessions?
1: Um, I mean, I definitely, I was working with Jack Grace a lot there who – he worked on my first EP and I feel like we as in a collaborative sense, we just have such a good relationship now and we've known each other for so many years now in the industry. I I think I just feel super safe um, writing with him and sharing ideas. Um, but I definitely do feel like when I'm writing, I need to put myself into a new environment or a new place, I guess, to like reflect on the things that are going on in my own personal life back at home. Um, I don't think I've ever just written a song when I'm like doing the groceries or like paying bills (laughs) or like, you know, doing everyday stuff. I feel like I need to explore and I'm just very curious and I just want to see things and and feel things. And I feel like that, yeah, when I'm put in those new places, uh, just every time I'll I'll feel inspired.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. I love that. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you remember your, I guess your first attempts at songwriting and and trying to get lyrics Mm. and I guess melody down?
1: Yeah, I was probably like 13. My dad used to like film me and put me on YouTube and the songs were so bad. But <laughs> but um I definitely, yeah, from a young age, I've always kind of tried tried my best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't think I really took it seriously until I was probably like 1920. Um, yeah.
0: Firstly, I feel like everyone has to start somewhere. So like everyone, yes. every songwriter we've spoken to has mm-hmm. one or two um in in hidden away in a in a box that yeah. they don't speak about oh, there's which is so bad. many
1: yeah yeah
0: <laughs> but um i guess the other part of that is do you, when you as you mentioned when you did turn 19 or 20 and, and started to realize that there there was a lot more to it do you remember a turning point for yourself in in when you realized yeah i don't think it's arrogant to say you realized that you were good at it but that you realized that there was yeah. quality in what you were doing
1: Uh, to be honest, at 19, I probably didn't think I was good at it. I think that's definitely a kind of... This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which a thing that's taken me a long time to, to turn around and go, oh, hey, like I'm actually good at this and I should trust my gut. But um, I definitely think that the moment when I started working with Jack and I think he said to me like, oh, you know, like you're a great writer. And I up until that point, I honestly didn't believe it myself. Mm-hmm. Um, it took me a long time to feel like I, I guess, belonged in the music industry. I've, like, have gnarly, like, imposter syndrome. So I'm, like, constantly have to remind myself, it's, like, you deserve to be here. Like, <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> well,
0: if this album is any indication, I would say that <laughs> it is 1,000% true. You do deserve to be here, and there's not okay. to be any doubt of that. Yeah. Um there's a beautiful duet on this record. It features the the lovely Tim from Vancouver Sleep Clinic. Yes. On the record, how did that um, how did that collaboration come about?
1: So that collaboration, it's funny because I've actually never met Tim. Um, <laughs> we were kind of. I wrote that song. That was kind of one of the older songs that I'd written with my friend Nick Acroff, and I. I kind of just kept that song. It was one of those ones where I knew it had a place in the world, but I wasn't really sure where. Um, And then when we were putting the record together, it made so much sense. And then I think me and Gab were chatting about maybe doing a duet. Um, So, yeah, we just reached out to Tim, and I think he got back the verse within, like, 24 hours, and we're like, yep, this is perfect. (laughs) (laughs) because <laughs> it was kind of in that like lockdown when Melbourne was in the really heavy lockdown.
0: Mm. So, yeah. I love that. It is a gorgeous track. I know you just mentioned um, you worked with Gab on the record as well. Uh, yeah. For anyone who is not aware of um, Mr. Gabstrom and the work. They that he, should be. They <laughs> should be. Exactly. <laughs> I think it's one of those things. Gab's work is almost, they say that they don't know the name, but I think they'd recognize the work.
1: Um, yeah, you've got yeah.
0: artists like yourself, um, Tyne James, Organ, Greta Ray, um, Yeah, Mallrat. The list goes on and on and on. Um, yeah, what was that kind of working relationship with Gab like?
1: I, I, I like to me, he's like one of the best producers, songwriters in the world. Like, I I can't speak highly enough of that man. He's a genius. <laughs> um, but I, I feel like. Our relationship, it was so nice because I had all these songs that meant so much to me. And I think he really understood that. And he took so much detail in everything he did to ensure that that's how I wanted it to sound, or you know, um, yeah, there was just so much care and love behind what he was doing. I feel like he really cared about the the project and about me so yeah
0: I love that and I love to hear that it's obviously yeah um, yeah a very nice thing to hear when someone is that kind of um not gracious but like uh I guess the word that you use caring in in the way that they go about their work
1: yeah every detail is just like so thought after and yeah He's lovely and great.
0: <laughs> we, we will outside of this podcast, we'll start our own Gabstrom uh, fan club. But yes, that is not please. What we
1: <laughs> I keep telling everybody all these interviews I'm doing. I'm like, Gab, he's a genius. You gotta. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when it comes to having someone produce the record and work with you on these songs, yeah, because some of them are. Um, Some of them are quite personal, I know, and we don't necessarily have to go into the the specifics of it, but I think that a number of people know the single for Ollie, which is is quite a personal track. I'm curious how you find um, a good balance of opening up in the studio and being able to work on these songs, but obviously not opening up too much to be able to, I guess, reopen any personal scars or anything like that.
1: Yeah, that that's the thing. I feel like if I'm in a session or speaking about something that's hard to talk about, the best way I can do it is in a song. I feel mm-hmm. like I'm pretty closed off otherwise, um, but give me a melody and a <laughs> and a lyric, and I'll I'll get it out to you. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I guess it it's just that thing of feeling comfortable with who you're in the room with as well. And I think Gab just made me feel like I could talk about anything and like just super safe and like no judgment anywhere. And I think like it definitely like, for instance, for that, for Ollie's song that actually brought back a lot of the good memories for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it made me reflect on a friendship that I had, um, and kind of cherish it a bit more. Um, so yeah,
0: I, I, <laughs> I love think that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, if I'm allowed to, I'd love to um, be a little bit selfish and ask about my favourite track on the record. Uh, it yes. came yes a little bit later on in the track listing. It is called Energy and. Oh, cool! Um, yes, it, I want to say it's almost like the the rockiest, the rockiest <laughs> that the, yeah. the record got with the, the kind of guitars. Um, where did that yeah. song come from, or what was the kind of um, inspiration behind that track?
1: So that song, I actually wrote with Angie McMahon and Dylan Nash, and mm-hmm. you can kind of hear Angie's like. <laughs> I think we we used her guitar on it, um, and you can definitely hear that in the chorus. Um, and that that kind of song, I guess, it was written about like this constant need to be on our phones and comparing ourselves to others all of the time. I just got to a point um, where it was like sucking the life out of me, and it felt like I had no energy left um so yeah I love that song so much and mm-hmm. and she's such a great writer like I think yeah that session we just sat around and like chatted for ages and we're just she was just on her notes like yeah it's great
0: <laughs> it is a fantastic fact so thank you for for sharing yeah. that um kind of behind of the scenes course. with me
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's okay I know we
0: uh I know we've got two shows this week in support of the record, I believe. Oh, sorry, not this week, yes. but this month. Um, There are some launch shows for the record. Uh, how are you feeling yeah. about taking these songs to a live setting and being able to finally play them yeah. to people?
1: Be- I'm so excited. I'm actually at, at a rehearsal tonight, so we're going. I've got the band with me, and I just I feel like one of the yeah, one of my biggest joys in life is to perform live. And I think like bringing these songs to life is going to be really special.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you got um, probably a bit of an unfair question? Is there one track in particular you're looking forward to debuting live off the record? Mm,
1: probably energy. I feel like there's cool. so much, um, <laughs> for a better word, energy in the song. <laughs> I yeah, I'm really excited to just like play the electric guitar and rock out a bit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, well we um we happen to be in Melbourne, I think, around oh, the time awesome. of the show. So we will be there. I look forward to seeing how Please. energy goes.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely.
0: <laughs> um, Elliot, we would usually ask our guests what they're currently listening to. Is there anything at the moment that um is on high rotation for yourself?
1: Oh, I have been Absolutely smashing the Ryan Bt um, record, mm-hmm. which is so good for yes. anyone that wants a new listen.
0: <laughs> I was very late to that party. I, I think it was yeah. out already for a few months, but it's just, um, just gorgeous <laughs> that EP.
1: Oh, it's so beautiful, and the boy genius, like so many good records at the moment.
0: Yeah exactly
1: yeah yeah
0: (laughs) um elliot thank you so much for coming on to the podcast i do appreciate it thank you congratulations on just calling to tell you okay it is out later this week we'll make sure it's all um in the show notes so people can buy the record they can buy tickets to your shows but again thank you very much for coming on
1: amazing thank you so much